Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Hi. Hey. I'm... Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. Salty, Salty Utah, Utah Queens. Queens. Salty chicken lollipop drumsticks. Salty water taffy. <laughs> Salt water taffy. Board New Jersey Ocean City Boardwalk Fudge. Ooh, yum. Polish I water ice. Some fudge right now. Fudge is really 
Christmas really is good. a good time for fudge to give and receive fudge. <laughs> <laughs> fudge is also the grossest word. Fudge. Fudge, fudge. packer was always an fudge insult as was a, a kid. Classic insult. Yeah. Classic kind of a, gay slur to use. It was use a devastating a slur. Mm-hmm. I loved fudge. The Jersey board, Ocean City Boardwalk had the best. I'm not even like a chocolate person, but I love fudge. I don't like milk chocolate, but I love fudge. What is fudge? Like fudge. How, do they, how do you make fudge? Don't they mix it up and then pour it on like a marble table and then cut it up? I don't even know. It's the devil's mixture. I I don't. It's. It feels kind of ungodly. It does feel kind of ungodly. Peanut butter fudge. (gasps) Peanut butter fudge is. I'm gonna buy a tray of fudge, maybe today. Okay. There's actually a place in Martha's Vineyard that Uh. ships. That has the best fudge, Mm. the fudge of a lifetime, Mm -hmm. and I might have to get myself a covid christmas treat and that is a slab of fudge hell yeah east coast fudge baby it's all it's a east coast thing it's west east coast, coast doesn't thing. do wouldn't fudge get it. you wouldn't fudge, understand fudge is a type of sugar candy that is made of mixing sugar butter and milk mm. it crystalline candy falls in between fondant icing and hard caramels okay so it's like a it's like, it's like icing like a, yeah <laughs> Oof. It's an Ooh. East Coast thing. You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it, but you That's, should order it. I told you about when I blackout ate scallops <laughs> and told when? someone at a friend's part Fourth of July party. My friend from college had us at her parents' house, and she had this. Her parents had this like beautiful house, and like I ate. We all got so drunk, and I went into their fridge, and they had a thing of uncooked scallops. No, and I ate some, and my this other person who was from colorado she was there and she was like carrie i don't think that's i don't think that's safe and i went it's an east coast thing you wouldn't get it (laughs) king of shellfish king of raw scallops i love you taking a chance on a raw scallop is a brave journey and then shaming someone from the southwest you wouldn't understand you're landlocked landlocked I'm from, I live on the sea. It's kind of um, uh, sushi-esque. There's raw scallop sushi. Yeah. But I, I got don't know shit. sushi-grade scallops. I got so much shit for that. <laughs> Rightly so. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't let that. I love no a one, tin of scallops. No one let me live that down for years. Do they call you scallop boy? Yeah. <laughs> Her family called me scallop boy. <laughs> this is like this is like that. a dear friend of mine from college like she's amazing and she she was always like guys come on like leave scallop boy alone <laughs> yeah i got everyone but it was like it was an infamous story wow that i mean that's like a pretty that's like a it's a shocking that, it's a shocking it's a shocking twist it goes in the memoir it goes in the history you it goes wouldn't on the understand. Wikipedia. And this, my friend from Colorado is just like, okay, yeah, I guess I don't. <laughs> I'm fine with my Colorado-isms. If that's the case, if that's what it takes to be from the East Coast, then I don't want part of that. No, then I'll stay in the Southwest. Thank that's you such very a bl- much. That's such a blackout thing to say. Mm-hmm. You it's an East Coast thing you wouldn't understand. As you shovel 
scallops into your mouth Sick. down your gullet were they little scallops or i don't big know they scallops? were like expect like this her family they were not for me we'll, we'll just say that they were not intended <laughs> they were saving for them for like a nice dinner yeah it was like a bunch of us from college at her gr- she graciously hosted us for two days and <laughs> i ate her family's uncooked uncooked scallops, scallops that were not intended for us and i i saw them and thought that's that looks like, like a good a good Yum. snack you thought delicious i thought delicious i, I some truly, people go for chips or kettle corn not no, carrie not carrie goes to what raw seafood yeah. do you have on hand? that was i truthfully don't remember it but this is what i was told would scallops be like a go-to dish for you? No, I think I I think I thought they were like shrimp cocktail. <laughs> like I think I just saw because there was a an array of food there for us, and I think I thought it was like part of that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking, but but I, someone witnessed it, and I tried to shame her for her rightful disgust. She wasn't having it, and she, she knew. She she didn't she kind of went along with it, but she knew. She was like, All she right. knew to stick to her guns about this. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. Was a battle of the wills. But that, they got the last laugh. They sure did. <laughs> I'm still, I'm like shocked that you lived through that. I know. I'm shocked I didn't tale. get like like scabies or something. I mean, you can eat raw scallops, no, I know, but. I know. But like it was just that's gross. like it was a just ball. Gross. It's a ballsy move. It's a ballsy move, and I don't know what flavor profile you were seeking in that moment. Laura, and neither do you. It's a mystery we'll never be able to solve. I might never know what was going. What was Carrie what looking me? for? I think it was the demon. But what was what was Carrie? It was my shadow. It was a. It was achieve? my look. It was my shadow self, mm-hmm. and my shadow self. I've learned to embrace it not not let's let's go back to that not embrace it but accept it and acknowledge it and know that it's there yeah because if you try to deny your shadow self it only gives it more power yeah i love that you have like the will you have somewhere inside you the drive and the will to just feast on raw scallops (laughs) out of the fridge and that is a shadow that i can respect it's like it is in some way, like, even I now, you know, nearly 10 years removed from this moment can look back and think, like, okay, I can accept mm-hmm. that. But for a while, I was ashamed, and now I'm just, like, it's there. Yeah. And also, like, eternally sorry to <laughs> my friend's family that I, <laughs> I stole their scallops. How Do you eat all of them or just, like, a few? I think I ate all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Shadow Carrie tasted some scallops and then said, I want more of these. I want to eat them all. But you know what? It also was a testament to like, that's like true friendship where like your friend can do something like that and you continue to accept them as a friend. Oh, absolutely. That would make me more obsessed with my friend if they <laughs> ate all the raw scallops. That's the my kind friend, of shit that I'm like, now we ride or die. I go, that now is, we ride. That is, like, those are, my college friends are, like, friends that, like, have seen, we've all seen each other at our absolute worst. 
so like that's like the kind of shit that like you you're just like yeah i'll troll you for that incessantly but like also like you're safe with me yeah but also i love and accept and cherish that moment Mm -hmm. for all eternity yeah (laughs) iconic behavior from the one and only Ikaro. <laughs> I'm like the, I'm like the cuckoo from Outsider. The, El the show Cuco. The, El Cuco. I'm like the El that Cuco. is El Cuco behavior. It is. My shadow self is like vaguely El Cuco of just like feasting on, on seafood. Like, you really seafood. crave a raw bar. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not technically part of a raw bar and would never be on a raw bar, if it's raw. It's raw.com. It's all. (laughs) Also, I've. This is disgusting. And we should probably move on because I really want to talk about. But I have to say. All the shit that happened. But yeah. There have been two. There's been several incidences in the last two years where I've eaten shrimp and I've literally thrown up. Like I've gotten. Immediately after. Or like, like. I'm wondering if maybe I've developed some kind of allergy to shellfish, but I continue to eat it. I, I, it, it's only happened twice but how but many times have you eaten tr- shrimp a lot okay. but i've had i've so had two ins- just bad shrimp yeah maybe i mean you're not the most discerning as we're learning when it comes to seafood no. so perhaps they're like you know cbs shrimp that you're eating no 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 this was this was like a good restaurant and one once in austin and once in la Hmm. Hmm. The hmm. mystery continues. Speaking of mysteries, guys, we need to we need to talk about this. This is a this is a huge shift, and we're gonna make this we're gonna make this try to be short and sweet because we got a whole episode short, to recap. Sweet. But oh yesterday, God, was a, I... yesterday was a bombshell day in Housewives news. Okay, so not only do we have Bronwyn from Real Housewives of OC has come out as a lesbian, love and light. She love debuted light. her girlfriend today. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So is she and her husband separated? No, she said they're going to stay married because they're good friends. Okay. And now she's dating this other chick. Welcome to the team. I love that. Welcome to the fam. Um, also, Kyle Richards, Kim, uh, not Kim, Kathy Hilton and Dorit all have COVID. Mm-hmm. COVID queens. Um, I think Lisa has something to do with this. You think she had some kind Vanderpump? of bio, bioterrorism? Yeah. Vander, this reeks of Vanderpump. I can't prove mm-hmm. these claims whatsoever. I'm going but, to send a flower delivery to Kyle's house. I'm going to send someone who I know to be test positive for COVID. And when they arrive at the door of Kyle's house, Kyle will be confused. Who would have sent me these florals? I won't say it who it's from, but all she'll get is a heavy dose of floral fragrance and COVID. To top it off, to with top a it off, of COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's. I guess the production was shut down because someone on the crew had it. So I think maybe um, it was a crew member. Mm-hmm. And then apparently they were just hanging, and TMZ said they are sisters after all. And Dorit was there too, but no Kim. Hmm. You, I bet Kim's feeling left out. I had the same thought. I was like, you know, Kim is like, why didn't I get? Why didn't I get COVID? We're supposed to be sisters. Now they're all having COVID without me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Kyle. But Kim's in her own drama. Apparently, she's feuding with Brandy Glanville because there are rumors that they had a threesome with a mystery man. Oh I never God. heard these rumors until I saw this article. That is something I don't want to imagine. I'm sorry. No, me neither. Brandy is like obsessed with threesomes. Brandy's also needs to shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm done with her. She needs to close, like, stop fucking talking about people's business. I'm sorry. Like, maybe you did have a threesome, but Kim Richards is a grandmother and doesn't probably <laughs> doesn't want people to know that she's like having like tag teaming men with you. Brandy. Yeah, I mean Brandy's whole brand now kind of is to is like fucking people and then telling the world about it. Yeah. I'm listen, I'm so, all So what you want to like, do in your free time? Obviously like I'm fairly sex positive, like I'm do what you have to do, like all of that's good, like be open about it, don't be ashamed, but like there is consent is real and like you should ask someone first if you before you release information into the world. Yeah. Consent is But also definitely you should know that if you're as we've said before on <laughs> no. the podcast, if you do anything around Brandy or get sexy with her, prepare for literally everyone to know about it. Everyone will know and like as we said, even if you like give her a, some money to pay for a parking meter, like it will be discussed. Yeah, or make fleeting eye contact by accident, you will be put on fucking blast. Yeah. So here's Brandy and Kim are free to have threesomes. That's not the point. My thing is don't air someone's business unless they want you to air it. Yeah. So not your story to tell. Brandy, shut up. Um, Um, And then the most. Oh my God. The craziest news of Beverly Hills. So we know that Erica Jane and Tom Girardi are divorcing her -hmm. husband of like 25 years or something. That they and, seem very in love on mm-hmm. TV. And some people were saying that there was some ploy. The divorce was part of some like clandestine scheme between them. And they're not actually like they don't actually want to end their marriage. And yeah, because it kind of seemed out of nowhere. Like, yeah. they're, And I know that TV relationships are TV relationships, but like truly from everything that we've seen and what they kind of have sold us about their lives, it seemed really out of left field that mm-hmm. they would now be getting a divorce. Yeah. So apparently we learned that there's a, now this bombshell news came out yesterday that Erica Jane somehow was embezzling her and Tom were embezzling money from a fund, a lawsuit fund that was meant to go to the families of, a horrific plane crash, Lion Air prank, prank plane crash that happened two years ago that killed like 200 people, which I think I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And I think somehow Tom was involved in the suit. So they are being sued because they apparently... Oh my God. Us Weekly is truly just the dredges of the dredge. Mm -hmm. I like tried to find the lawsuit info and then it led me down. Like it's not like an info about the lawsuit. It's like an info about, it's like an article about their entire history as a couple. I don't give a shit. Please. Daily Mail is always the one. Yeah. Daily Mail gets right to the goddamn point. (laughs) (laughs) 
they don't mince words mm-hmm. and they'll tell it like it is. Okay. So they're being sued for allegedly embezzling funds meant for the families of the victims of the 2018 Lion Air plane crash and using their divorce to issue debt collectors. Mm. So I guess Tom is the lawyer on behalf of all these, the families of the victims, like trying to secure the funds for them, but then has embezzled. He gave portions, allegedly gave portions of the sum to his wife, Erica's company, his legal partner and other lenders and creditors. Damn. And like their divorce is just a sham. That is, that's like grave robber shit. That's crazy. Honestly, well, they've been there've been shit swirling around about them for the last year about like and there, if there's smoke there's fire. What else have what's been swirling around? Wasn't there something else about Erica's husband when in the reunion she's like she was like being really like poker face about it that he was he owed money or something? Remember? Oh, didn't someone say did Camille try and say that? Yeah, apparently someone he owed like tried to a million like, dollars or like he was they were in like crazy debt or something and she was like tight-lipped about it. Yeah. Um, makes me just think they're just, I think they're very sketchy. Well, I think also they're so like ride or die for each other that they would mm. absolutely just agree to do whatever it takes to like support each other, support each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're like, like that's why like I don't soulmates. think, yeah, I don't believe their divorce is real. I no. never have. Mm-mm. I immediately read about it and then forgot it and filed it away as like, that's actually not happening the They're way filing, we think it is. They might, while they filed their divorce, I filed this away. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. Um, yeah, so that's all alleged. We don't know if that's true, but that's what, that's what the rumor mill is saying. Erica Jane, we, won't know, we will not know a goddamn thing because she is like, she keeps it she, locked up. She, she will keeps, do anything she, for her man and she will not like she won't. She's like mob. She she's like back. mob wife status. She's a mob wife kind of. Yeah. It's like when Teresa was when the police arrived at the country club to ask questions about this assault with Danielle and Teresa just knew she just played dumb. Mm-hmm. She was like, huh? I, don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't you want I don't know what you want. My license. I don't have a license. Yeah. Yeah. Tight-lipped. Anyway. Anyways, wait. Can I say one thing? I just need to get it off my chest. Say Is it. if I see another article about Rebel Wilson on the fucking Daily Mail, I'm going to start pulling my own yeah. hair out. We are, Every day, <laughs> I, I get can... it. You've mm-hmm. lost weight. I understand that. That's loud and clear. Every day I've had to hear about your weight loss journey or like how many calories you're eating or now you've lost 40 pounds and now you've lost 50 pounds and how you got a boyfriend even though, and I don't even read these articles. I see all the headlines like congratulations, shut the fuck up and go away. I'm so sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to know how many calories someone is eating a day. I don't care. Like the press get blitz, a news story. The Wilson, get a news. The Rebel Wilson weight loss press blitz is truly out of fucking control. And who is honestly a, with me on this? Like enough is enough. 
You only need she, it. Like there has been over COVID a day, probably 60 stories about, I'm not even kidding. It's every single day at the top of the daily mail ledger. And I'm mm-hmm. like, who is invested in this journey? Truly. Someone rebel Wilson has a great team behind her. She really does. And like, does she have like stands like that? I, the only thing I know about rebel Wilson really is that she was, well, one, she was in cats, which was scary, but also yeah. that she, has like been in several lawsuits about like <laughs> suing people Hiding for saying she lied age. about her age. Yeah. And she just has like a very shifty like thing. So I just, I just like don't trust her. <laughs> I don't trust and her one bit. <laughs> I also like could not give less of a fuck about Rebel Wilson. I'm sorry. No, I'm, and I feel like most people are, I want to feel like most people are like that, but is she like literally like super worldwide famous? And I'm just like, (laughs) not on the same page. The thing I've learned, the thing I've learned is we can never underestimate how famous or how much people care about certain people. Like that's true. Like, but I really don't understand. It makes me feel crazy every day. I feel like I'm hallucinating. It sends me into like, an acid flashback of every time I see a Rebel Wilson story at the mm-hmm. very top of the Daily Mail today. It's yeah. Rebel Wilson reveals how many calories she eats in a day. I don't give a shit. You're probably in a calorie deficit. That's how you lose fucking weight. Yeah, think I of also, something else to talk about, please, for the love of fucking God. It's like it's like me with Olivia Munn. Like I yeah. see when I see billboards of her and like Animal Rescue, like billboards. Olivia Munn's face for people who don't live in L.A. You can't walk. You can't go three blocks without seeing Olivia Munn. She's no, you can't everywhere. swing a purse. She without- is. <laughs> <laughs> she is everywhere in L.A. She Olivia is the Munn, Big Brother Eye in the Sky. Yeah, that's she's watching like the you. eyes of Doctor Eckelberg or whatever from <laughs> Great Gatsby. She is literally watching you at every corner. And if you think you're not going to see Olivia Munn, you will see Olivia Munn, or she'll see you, or she'll see you. And I am. I for one, I'm like, who is this for? Is there a Munn? Are there this many Munhives? Munheads? Munheads? In LA? (laughs) Or does she just have the best agents in town? Mets have just like a publicist that's working around the clock to make sure that their eyes on Olivia Munn at all times. Like, guys, she is on billboards. Like, I can't, I, every morning when I get coffee, I see Olivia Munn's face. At like least she mixes it up. Like it's yeah. like one time you'll see like her with like a fucking supplement or something, and one time you'll see her with like a pita billboard, and like the next thing will be different. So it's at least a little bit of like <laughs> variety. Of mixing up. Yeah, that's Rebel, true. Rebel truly has been doing this health update. It feels like it's lasted longer than COVID. Like I feel like I don't can't remember a world where <laughs> Rebel Wilson wasn't having like a year of health. Make it fucking stop. It's driving me fucking crazy. It really is. Every time yeah, I see I'm, it, I'm I like involuntarily I start weeping. I'm going to like start having stigmata whenever I see these like <laughs> rebel articles. It's too channeling. fucking much. You are fully channeling. I'm channeling. I literally am starting to like bleed from my palms every time she like pops up with her hot boyfriend. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I, I got a boyfriend before I lost weight. Just FYI. It's like, okay, fine. What then? <laughs> what do you want from me? What do you fucking want from me? Rebel also my favorite tweet of the year was there was an earthquake a few months ago and olivia munn just wrote 
Hey, LA, was that an earthquake? <laughs> Tweet of the year. I love stars, just yeah. like trying to have like relatable Twitter moments. <laughs> what do you want from me, Rebel? What do you want from me? What if she what? just like? What if she just woke up and she was there? I'm waiting for the day that she just shows up outside of my apartment. It's too much. I'm like, I'm so unwillingly involved in her life. I'm, I, I'm now. Her and my journeys feel inextricably linked from how much I'm subjected to her on the Daily Mail. I feel like our souls are tied up in like some twisted game and I don't like it. I never signed up for this. I never wanted it. I don't click on the articles. I don't understand how they're getting pushed to the top of the stream every day. An update. I get it. There's just like an SEO team, like just working like, like Olivia Munn's publicist was round the clock to make sure Rebel Wilson's is trending at all times and pushed to the front. Has anyone else noticed the Rebalissance? <laughs> the oh my truly, God. It's making me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I can't take it anymore. And I need it to end. Or at least just switch gears. Talk about something else for the love of God. I fucking beg of you. Mm. Class action lawsuit. Well, Anyways. So that is just like what's up with me lately. Well, I'm... I respect that, and I'm glad you got to vent a little. And mm-hmm. I want to vent about the ladies of Salt Lake City right now. Yeah. So this was a great. This was a great app. It was. It was a. It was. It was mage. It was mage. It was Mary heavy. It was strange. It was. It was an. It was uncanny valley. Yeah. Like there. This is like I'm. I'm semi positive that Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is actually just AI, AI yeah. algorithm, and like fully. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm on. I'm on animated. Board with that it's an animated series. So we come back right where we left off at um, Whitney's twenties party and chaotic twenties party. Jen is absolutely blackout. <laughs> she has like her face is all red. Like she's all like. Her face is lead, her lead, red. Her lipstick is smeared on one <laughs> side. <laughs> She's ready to go. She's, She's traipsing around in a gown with like a 25-foot train. Mm-hmm. She's like, I had 10 drinks in the car on the way here. Did she say that? <laughs> yeah. That's a that's too many. I'd yeah. be blackout too. Oh my god, that's be like abs- college. I'd be on the floor. That's like col- like that she was standing was like I was like, damn, and without doing like cocaine. Yeah. There, there's no way. Yeah. I'd be like dancing, gyrating on the wall, like by myself, mm-hmm. ten drinks in. Um, but she's ready to go after Meredith for her, mm-hmm. what she perceives as betrayal of like going to Mary's church and hanging with her. So like the tension is brewing. Mary and is just and Jenner like glaring at each other from across the room, and then she asks Meredith. Jen comes over and she's like, Meredith, can we, I need to talk with you about something. So they go over to their own booth and everyone's watching. There's this great shot of Whitney and Heather watching together and they look like little, they look like witches. Mm-hmm. Mary also, she loves an insane headpiece moment. Mm-hmm. She's always in like a hat or like a, like last episode was like her little kind of tiara or mm-hmm. headdress type of thing. Like she's, Always rocking insane headwear. She's 
She's fat. And in this, she has like her her sequin beret, mm-hmm. which is decidedly not very 1920s. No, but, but nothing. That's okay. Mary is a, is a chaotic mix of various sensibilities. She took a stand against the 1920s, and I respect her for it. Yeah, many people did. There was a woman in the background that's just wearing a flannel shirt. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so Jen is basically like, I feel like you ditch me because you're bailing on our sleepover plans and and meredith is like i told you chloe's leaving to go back to school and i need to spend time with her and jen's like so you're telling me you're gonna leave this party get home at midnight and hang with chloe then and she's and and meredith is like yes i am and then in her confessional meredith is like i can't i don't have the heart to tell jen that my kids think that she's gross so let me just say that at the end of the day, with all this fighting going on, Brooks started all of this. Yeah, Brooks is causing drama. And I guess like, but what did Jen say to him about Grinder? Because someone like commented or tweeted or something at one of us. It was like Jen's um, or posted on Patreon, I think, was like Jen was making inappropriate comments to him about Grinder. Oh, I guess. Oh, but I think she just was throwing her legs up and going Grinder, Grinder, which I don't think it's offensive i didn't for some reason i don't think that she was intending to mean like the the app because i think jen also thinks that you can get aids from kissing people so i don't know if jen's like that clued in with like gay like, like sex or just culture or just like techno like the hot trends what but what was she saying then if she wasn't talking about grinder the app she's not just talking about grinder a grinder I don't know. Maybe she maybe she was and maybe Brooks took it as her being like like yeah, gay boy, like go out and get some boy. Yeah, I think Brooks strikes me as maybe being somewhat asexual, like a asexual gay a little mm-hmm. bit. He was offended. And he was very deeply offended and said, had to put the, his foot down on his mm-hmm. mother. Meredith Marks. Fraternizing so with the likes strat- of Jen, Jen Shaw. Shaw. She um, shall not be invited next time, mother. <laughs> Shant. <laughs> I just wrote The Power of Brooks. Yeah, Brooks is causing drama from afar. And I'm here for it. I hope that one of the ladies ends up quarreling with him. Me too. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. 
Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app. So you can keep updating your mother or mother figures frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. 
I preloaded pictures on it. And now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data. And the fact that I was able to break through and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Meredith is kind of coming from the angle of, like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah, it's never a good look to be, like, the drunk person trying to talk to like confront the sober person also when you're wearing a huge gown and you have like (laughs) smeared lipstick and someone else is wearing a business suit Mm -hmm. you're you're gonna be the one that looks crazy every time so they're starting to get more intense and things are starting to get kind of loud so lisa takes it upon herself she's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go help and i just wrote she's the last person i'd want to come assist me no she's a meddler and then i love heather's approach where she goes She's looking over from her booth and she goes, if I can make eye contact with her, I'll go over. If not, I'm going to sit and wait for my lollipop chicken drumsticks. <laughs> and I love that approach to conflict resolution. Heather's great. Yeah, she really solidified She's herself as MVP this episode. Mm-hmm. That's also like very, like, that's what I would do. Yeah. I would always wait for the lollipop chicken drumsticks. Yeah, I'm waiting for, I love waiting for eye contact. Until then, I can play dumb. Mm-hmm. And I can secure my place at the table mm-hmm. to get my hands on apps yeah. as soon as they arrive. You know the food's probably good there. Yeah, the food. I mean, for a party that big and festive, it looks like the food would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Meredith just goes, "I'm thank you. I'm disengaging. Thank you. I am. I this is. It. I've had enough. I won't hear any more of this." And it felt very like very acting and then lisa comes over to try and like make things like put people at peace or like stop the fight and she's Mm. hey 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 simmer down simmer down it's a party (laughs) hey hey guy come on guys simmer down this Um, episode also created another kind of like acidy flashback feeling because eventually like seeing lisa and meredith together on the screen at the same time like puts me into like a cognitive state of disarray i know because they are literally mirror ladies yeah they had like a very like seeing doubles kind of thing going on that was super spooky Mm -hmm. lisa doesn't help at all and at one point so meredith is like i'm disengaging goodbye goodbye good night good night and she starts leaving and then jen goes Oh, so you're going to go hang with Mary who fucked her grandfather? And everyone (laughs) somehow in the party hears it. An iconic question. Mm -hmm. And Mary just goes, I heard that. (laughs) I heard that. (laughs) And then Heather and her talking head, she goes, I mean, I'd fuck a grandpa. Big deal. But if it's your grandpa, like, it's like, I mean, that's like a fair point. Like, you can never make the case. Like, Mary did fuck her grandpa. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how they had a son together. Yeah. I mean, it's you can just use it forever. You can't, like, there's, um, you just, 
how do you justify that? You really can't. You and always ever. have to kind of admit that it's weird and mm-hmm. it can be used against you in a court of public opinion. But because these women are part of a weird kind of a strange, a different kind of culture. Not that I'm saying that they're like, but they're, they all seem to have sort of a weird reaction. They're all like, well, it's, you can't say that. I know. Whitney goes, her- yeah. She was like, whether it's true or not, like it's, it's like, it is true categorically it is, it's true. true and it's the guy that acted as her grandfather from the time she was like born mm-hmm. so it's her grandfather it is the, and everyone and everyone there. they all have the same thing like you can't say that like it's not it's like god what the fuck you can absolutely say that you can say that if we knew a person in our circle of friends that was that's, married to their grandfather we would always say that had a kid with him that's would my be friend like, who fucked his her grandfather his or her grandfather yeah like it would just be it's a it's a always gonna be the thing yeah but everyone having this like weird like well it's how they do it in their fa- it's like uh guys this, this is where we need to take you out of utah for a second mm-hmm. this was like real utah hours <laughs> also i have a question which is why is jen so mad at meredith and not mad at whitney I think she's closer with Meredith. Yeah. But like, if you're going to say that, if you're like putting your foot down on who people can hang out with, like, don't you think that she would do that to Whitney as well? I think Jen maybe is a little bit of a social climber and she might value her friendship with Meredith more because it like brings her more like cachet. Mm -hmm. So maybe she kind of has like a girl crush on Meredith. Okay. In, ter- in, in terms of like she's like my cool friend mm-hmm. that's my that was my take yeah okay because i think heather is actually jen's best friend and then meredith's like second best friend meredith is like the friend that jen's like trying re- to angle for more yeah. hang time with. yeah like really working like she really like puts a lot of effort into Heather and Jen have like an effortless friendship and I think mm-hmm. Meredith Jen is like really trying hard. Got it. Okay. That's just my take. That might not be it, but no, I, I that tracks. Um, Jen is unhinged in the scene though, because she, Jen loses <laughs> she it leaves, Katie Maloney style. She leaves the party and you see her at one point, like dragging her trail out of the door and she's, you just hear her go, Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She runs outside. She has either her team of it's like is it are those producers or are those her team? I think it's Team Shaw, the yeah. Shaw Squad. Members she, of the Shaw Squad are desperately trying to like direct. They're basically just trying to corral Jen because Jen's like running around like a wild, like a wild horse, and like they're <laughs> trying to just surround her and yeah. like slowly edge her into like the corner or like control her so that then they can edge her into an uber and heather realizes that she has to like take control of the situation so she does get up from the table and she goes don't clear the burger and the lollipop drumsticks she's like <laughs> hey <laughs> i'm i'm that that's me that's me too i would be like don't you dare i'm gonna go don't deal touch with this my shit. don't touch the food and like i want to come back and eat this yeah Please. she yeah. has she has an agenda and i love it Mm-hmm. Um, she runs outside and she goes. She goes, Jen, come on, come back here, honey. And then Jen goes, Don't yell at me. 
Don't yell at me! I'm like, first of all, she wasn't yelling and you're yelling. No, you're ge- You're literally you're screaming. Absolutely- Don't yell at me! You're scream crying in a parking lot. I love, too, that this party, it seems like there were people at this restaurant that weren't there for a 20s party. And so there are random people kind of filing in and out in Mm -hmm. regular streetwear. And then Mm -hmm. Heather and all these other women are running around in 20s costumes. (laughs) It also looks like they're at, like, a trucker stop. Yeah. It's It's like like a pull. It's like... (laughs) It looks like... (laughs) cracker barrel yeah like the iron iron skillet or something like they see him like a huge trucker stop and there's like black ice everywhere and there's those giant light posts that are like 90 feet tall in like a trucker stop (laughs) area and jen's just running into like the night into the freezing cold screaming where's sharif for her husband it looked so cold too it looked freezing and and she and she's somehow running on like literal black ice on heels yeah, she's in a train. making it all happen. But Heather was like, gets on the phone, calls Sharif, and she's like, "Where are you, Sharif? Look out for me! I'm a flap. I'm like a flapper with cankles, like trying to direct him to like pull into the parking lot." And like, she finally gets him into the parking lot. Meanwhile, just like random Cracker Barrel patrons are filtering mm-hmm. in and out of the restaurant, mm-hmm. and they find they do get Jen in the car finally mm-hmm. and sharif speeds away coach shaw takes her home mm-hmm. um i just wrote this was all brooks <laughs> <laughs> um so the next day meredith and lisa go to this like mod art gallery in town to because meredith's like i just moved into my home and i don't feel settled there yet and at first the first time i watched it i was i liked her home and th- the more i thought about it i was like her home does look is kind of tomb like mm-hmm. and she, and i was like i wouldn't feel settled there either no and then the art there I, there's not enough of like natural lighting going on in that home the art that they're picking out by the way and browsing is terrifying there's this one bear painting that is the bear from annihilation with like this human skull head i screamed when i saw that bear it was i was unwell like i have lasting trauma from being mm-hmm. shown that bear and Meredith is like, ooh, I like this. I was like, okay, so you want your home to be terrifying. Yeah. Psycho. Also, like, this art was probably very expensive. Oh, it's, like, so expensive. It's like an art gallery, like, in, like, a ski town mm-hmm. level, like, expensive. Totally. Yeah. And 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 Lisa, every everything they look at, Lisa goes, can I touch? Can I touch? And the lady's like, No. The lady goes, oh, wow, you're my toucher today. <laughs> you can tell she's not no, loving she's like, it. I hate this woman. Um, Whitney and Mary are getting together. And then Mary's like talking about Jen. And she goes, she called me a grandpa fucker. And I just was like, you are, though. Yeah. Well, then Meredith tells Lisa that she and Seth are separating. Mm-hmm. And Lisa starts crying. She's that, weeping. That's in the gallery. Yeah, but it's going like back and forth. Oh, oh, it's oh. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, yeah, yeah. scenes where like all the ladies are downloading each other mm. on the night before. Yeah. And so it's kind of like cutting back and forth between mm-hmm. like everyone's different things. And then, yeah, there's like a somber moment where Meredith tells the truth about her and Seth. Mm-hmm. And Lisa can't take it. 
She's like weeping. I love her Balenciaga, her huge red leather Balenciaga coat that she's just draped over her shoulders, too fragile to put it, her arms through the holes. Mm. Yeah, that's Mm. what it is. It's like... She starts crying. It reminded me of when I told my friend in college I was gay and she started crying. (laughs) I was like, why are you crying? (laughs) What can I do for you? I'm serious. What can I do? Oh my God. This was the moment where they became one. Mm-hmm. They turned into an exact reflection of each other. They, Lisa stepped into Meredith and they like a light. They shone stepped into they, each other and then stepped through each other and became each became the other, each other. lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I wrote, I'm, tri- I wrote, I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't handle it. It's too much for my brain to process. Lisa goes, am I going to cry? Meredith goes, well, you might cry. She goes, I'm crying. I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. I love you both so much. Um, so Meredith and Seth have, their arrangement is that they're separated, but they're dating each other, which I think is sexy. It is. Maybe they just needed that. Yeah, sometimes you just need to take things back to a place of dating. Mm-hmm. And excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, Lisa goes over to Mary's house. And Mary, I have to say, I was very into her house look. Oh. Her home look. <laughs> no. I was. I loved it. I need the AD tour where she explains like the meaning and significance of all her decor. No, I'm talking about her style in her home. Oh, her style in her home. Like yeah. her her loungewear. She... she was wearing like a like a I think it was like a leopard baseball cap. And she like was a wearing vest. a velvet Gucci hat. Yeah. Like a velvet Gucci baseball hat that kind of was too big. I just thought she looked real and her hair was in like a bun like a ponytail bun. I just thought she looked she looked cool. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, Lisa comes over. I guess it's after Christmas because Lisa goes, Oh, you're still celebrating Christmas. Mary's house is palatial. It's huge, but chaotic, like cherub energy. And like Total a, cherub. a carpet. A yeah. teal carpet. Teal carpet. She has uh, toy soldiers everywhere. She has like a 30-foot Christmas tree and like a one of those like 60-foot great rooms people have. It looks like she took decor from their church and just put it in her home. I think I think maybe that. Maybe like they happened. probably pay to have like certain things or furniture installed in the church and then whatever's left over like goes in their home or they order mm-hmm. like a surplus and then the rest goes in the home. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Lisa goes, Mary's house is a little disjointed. <laughs> Lisa, arbiter of taste. Yeah. Queen I mean, of Sundance. Like, Lisa, your home is... Is Lisa's home the one that's like there's nothing in it and she has Yeah. She Lisa's home is the one where she put the graphic like Hustle art hustle yeah, yeah. and grit above her son's beds. She who <laughs> be not, not one, one be not talk. be the one who cuts the first stone, Lisa. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is like <laughs> some Jackson Britney shit. Mary's home actually looked like people live there, which was mm-hmm. unlike Lisa's home. Um, Mary also has a streak of one, one streak of concealer (laughs) under her eye that she hadn't like 
blended yet and it was just like very i was like i kept looking at it i think she's like really unwell from all the like teenage trauma that she's gone through i like i think she's really scattered and Uh like can't process the fact that she is a grandpa fucker (laughs) and it haunts her and it has now turned her kind of kooky she's she has pill energy she has total pill energy. She has a Kim Richards esque, mm-hmm. like she That's has Kim Richards She's... and Ramona energy. She has like the kind of Ramona Both. eyes, but then it's more of like a Kim Richards like. She's. More I would put... not be surprised if she had a pill addiction going. She's more. She's more put together than Kim was in season one, but she has Kim's that manic like <sighs> energy that Kim Richards had that made her so iconic. Yeah, deer in the a little deer in the headlights like. Where she's Quick like head making movements. chicken salad. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I think like, because, okay, if you're going to f- marry your grandfather, your step-grandfather, and you're going to have sex and have a kid, like, you've got to just be like, yeah, I'm a grandpa fucker. Like, yeah, yeah she goes, I've never been called a grandfather. She goes, I've never been called a grandfather MFR. And you weren't. That's not what she said. A grandpa motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, she just said, like, you fucked your grandpa. And, like, she could say you had sex with your grandfather and created a son, but it's basically the same thing. And so, like, you, if you're going to do that, you just have to own it and admit it and then, like, be like, yeah, it is what it is. But I don't think Mary sees it that way. And I think she's been telling herself, like, the lie of the church or whatever and like that lie is it's causing a lot of fissures and well last episode she's we got close to her kind of saying that it was weird yeah she was kind of like she had to convince herself she's had to like yeah to be herself the lie yeah to feel safe about fucking her grandfather (laughs) i mean her son comes downstairs and He's cute. He's he's sweet. Her poor son, Robert Jr. He's like, just loves his girlfriend. Mary's very, like, anti his girlfriend. She keeps baiting him into, like, situations where then she can, like, berate him for caring about his girlfriend too much. He wants to be a fashion designer, and Mary's like, I thought you wanted to be a brain surgeon. And I was like, who wants to be a brain surgeon when they're a kid? I mean... He goes, yeah, I mean, that's something you can say, but, like... Very rarely do people follow through on that, like, childhood if, dream. if they're, like, your dad. Yeah. Like, he's, did, like, one in a million. But did he did he want to be a brain surgeon when he was a kid? I don't think so. I think he just, like, wanted just to be a doctor. It. Yeah. Because he knew that doctors but could make, like, I just thought it was like money. A, I just thought it was, like, a weird thing for her to say. Yeah. And she goes, he goes, I want to be a fashion designer. And she goes, you've changed. <laughs> you've changed. She goes, he got her a dog. He got her. What else did he get her? He got her. Uh, he got her a chinchilla. She's got her a chinchilla. Got her a chinchilla. And a dog. And a dog. And now he's got her a Prada purse. That purse is going to last longer than your relationship. <laughs> She's really mad. And I was like, 
Let but him live. How are you getting so mad at your son? Like, don't you give him the money to buy his girlfriend these gifts? Like, yeah. I don't think that he's make, having a job where he makes, you know, like six um, figures a year to like afford these yeah. lavish gifts. Like, yeah. if you don't want him to get the girlfriend gifts, don't give him an allowance. Yeah, cut them off. I love parents that are like really mad about the way that their kid spends money. They secretly like, love oh. it, I think. I think they love it. Yeah, because it's like a sign of their own wealth. And Mary loves to like show off her wealth. So it's, and it's control more about too. that. Yeah. Like they're on my dime. Mm-hmm. I love it. Wow, you've, cha- you've changed. Wow, you've changed. He got her a chinchilla? <laughs> got her a dog. That's me next time someone says something I don't like. Wow, you've wow. changed. You've changed. That's like the ultimate, like, what? Yeah. Um, Jen goes over to Heather's house. And the moment she walks in, she goes, I just, I ordered a sushi. And Heather's like, <laughs> Jen always brings snacks wherever she goes. She, and I was like, that sounds great. Yeah, I love that. I'd want Jen as a friend. She just comes, roll, like, imagine your Stuart, friend coming over with, like, sugarfish. I would f- be over the moon. Yeah. Jen always has, like, Stuart arrive with, like, charcuterie and just snacks. Jen's mm-hmm. always, I'm like, and Heather was kind of saying it like she was making fun of her. And I was like, hey, I, I think that's great. And Jen knows what she wants. She wants to snack. She wants to feel comfort. And I'm... If Jen wants to be my friend and bring suit sh- like really delicious looking sushi and gyoza over, come over. Yeah, by all means. Come over, She's we'll down talk. to share. Mm-hmm. It's on. Um, Heather goes. Heather says she admires how Jen is able to behave badly. <laughs> she goes, "I'm from a culture of well-behaved women." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> They also talk about Heather's dating life and they have a really wa- weird exchange where Jen was like, how's dating life going? And Heather goes, I've seen the cowboy a couple times. And Jen goes, who's cowboy? And Heather goes, he's a total cowboy. <laughs> and I was like, what? What is this combo? Was the cowboy like, you know, in Mahone Drive, that creepy cowboy who tells him like who to who to cast is that yeah who do, that's who i kept seeing as the cowboy i feel like that is the cowboy because the cowboy's shrouded in mystery i love asking someone something and they tell you nothing mm-hmm. they just restate he's what they've already said well he's just such a cowboy he's like big papa like, okay yeah he's the big papa of slc <laughs> you're like message received jen kind of talks like about a cowboy jen talks about her father's death we get a kind of a very maudlin strange flashback of jen and her son in a snowy graveyard that was a little much of jen like bawling over her father's grave jen will do i think anything for the cameras Uh she's like willing to go there and i i respect that level of hustle i do too when it comes to like a real hustle like it's it's it was shocking it's shocking and somewhat garish, but what is what is the Housewives franchise if not shocking and garish? Seeing seeing someone like heave weep over their parents' headstone is like kind of major. Mm-hmm. With their son holding an umbrella for them. Mm-hmm. And like Jen brought a thing, like a knee pad for her to kneel on and protect herself from the snow. And then just like 
like imagine filming that day where you're like okay today we're like our call is for like 12 p.m we're gonna load up we're gonna hit the graveyard we're gonna get a wide shot of you approaching the grave then we're gonna do some tight shots on you just like crying over the grave simply for a 10 second flashback yeah it'll be great we can use it like as a b-roll footage if that's what we need Mm -hmm. i love being like yes i would love to do that discloses that her husband didn't come to her father's funeral because he had to he had to coach a football game or something i was a little that felt that was like i think dealing with being a football wife would i don't wish that on anyone no i just don't think you should ever be a football wife unless you love football so fucking much like connie britton and yeah, like she does a great job. She's like a classic football wife. She gets it that football is God. But mm-hmm. like, even if your husband is not in football, but he or your any significant other that you may be dating, mm-hmm. male, female, otherwise, if they are super into football, you have to then emotionally and mentally prepare to be dragged into a place of football wife with them. <laughs> And unless you're willing to go there and understand that football will come first in a lot of situations, you should break up. Mm-hmm. I, I have no bandwidth for a football wife journey, mm. personally, for myself. Heather makes green bean casserole, which, which I Jen, love. Jen was not into that. No. I'm um, into that. I didn't get any for Thanksgiving and I was craving. Oh, I'm I love, craving green, I love bean, green casserole bean casserole. Now. Make it for Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. Also, earlier, Mary disclosed that she was probably going to invite Jen to her. Um, oh, Mary, we forgot to say, Mary is planning to host a luncheon for the group that's a Met Gala theme at her favorite mm-hmm. restaurant, which is just the most random thing ever. And she's going to invite Jen. I wrote yeah. Iconique. Mary is very like true to her personal brand. And I think her personal brand is there's just no, her personal brand is no (laughs) rhyme or reason. Like if that was like a tagline for that's like the tagline of her brand Mm -hmm. there, anything she does, wears gives, there's no rhyme or reason to it. She's going to throw a Mechel noon lunch for a bunch of ladies in an Italian restaurant, sure, I guess. Throw a, a roll rest- out a red carpet. Was an owner named Walter? Walter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For so- six people. So yeah, she says that to Lisa, and then Lisa's like amazing. Like Lisa literally only speaks like she doesn't she's kind of go girl give us nothing a little bit. Lisa's very like work the room speech like she's very mm-hmm. like i'm at a party she's she's like an event with a swag bag that's the kind of like that's the only dialogue lisa knows how to do where she's just like she's oh my god you sweet. look amazing yeah like when oh my god, I when love mary's, when mary's son says like he wants to be a fashion designer and mary's like you've changed he like walks away and lisa goes the vibe is good the vibe is good with the, like him she just yeah. is like always confirming and then like lisa's mary's talking about like her relationship with jen and lisa goes competition is never healthy it's like yeah it's all like throwaway stuff you say at a party yeah just like random declarative sentences mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Um, Jen also tells Heather about Meredith's separation, and she goes, "Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to basically to spite her." Mm-hmm. She's like, "She betrayed me, so I'm going to betray her." I was like, "Damn, damn!" And we find out that Jen's known about it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Heather is shocked. Yeah, she does like a double take. Then we have finally gotten to the day of Mary's Met Gala. She's wearing this full, like, kind of... Mary's still in Christmas. Yeah, mentally she's in a place of Christmas. She's planning... It's a luncheon (laughs) for just... Yeah, it's like like March at this point. It's like COVID's, like, right around the corner. Um, (laughs) COVID haunts, by the way. The shadow Mm -hmm. of COVID looms. Um, Mary's planning... She's... They've closed the restaurant down and they're just, it's just for the cast. So there's it's like for seven six people or like yeah. six or seven people, the gala. Um, she's talking to the, these like, <laughs> this like older gay and this old woman who are the planners. And Mary at one point, she's like organizing everything. She's, ma- she's just negging everyone like left and right. And at one point she goes, yeah. Uh, do you guys know how to read? <laughs> she goes, cause the names are upside down on the menu list. And she goes, and then, they, and then they just go, oh, and she goes, yeah, just a little major flaw, you know? <laughs> Damn. Damn. Mary's not having it. She goes in her, in her talking head interview, she goes, yeah, yeah, people try and show me their expertise, and I'm, yeah, she's, like, she's Where is called it? expertise, expert tea. I love it. <laughs> people she goes, try to show me their expert tea, and I'm not having it. She goes, where is it? Where is it? She's getting it ready. I loved the centerpieces of like a low square beta fish like yeah. bowl. That the was ba- cool. It was. But also, again, no rhyme or reason. No, like, it's why just... the beta fish? Why the Louis Vuitton AirPods? Why the yeah. Met Gala? Why Mary... the afternoon? Why Mary's... Walters? <laughs> Mary's <laughs> strategy in life is, to, is just shock and awe. It is. It's a just shock and awe, just constantly raining down on you. Mm-hmm. She's Jen's getting... like she also like hops between tragedy and like glamour mm-hmm. really well. And we'll we'll get to her champagne moment, but it was like Mm-hmm. She's like she's she's just Mary's ghoulish. She's like a kind of Edgar Allan Poe vibe. Uh-huh. She's like gothic. Mm-hmm. Why is her hair always in her face? <laughs> I don't know. I love it. I just, <laughs> it's kind of always there's like some kind of hair or something like in her face. Everything she it's does, just, I'm I love it. I'm like giving yeah, more the eye, the eye, like the looks around. Yeah, hair. This is how this, she looks. When she's getting ready, she like was not comfortable with like having like a full face moment with these two party planners, mm-hmm. and she had just like bangs literally like in her face as she was talking to them, like barely with like mm-hmm. not even one eye poking out, just being like total place of Samara from the ring. Mm-hmm. She went full Samara. <laughs> she. Went Imagine having a conversation like just with someone that you're in business with where you're like, and can you read? I need you to just move that over here. It's a power move, actually. It is. To just go. Cloak to yourself. Just be, no one can see your conceal yourself at all costs. I'm going to need you to turn of, that nameplate around. The power of being ver- barely there. 
And also, can you read? That's just a question I have for you. <laughs> can you read? And can you read? Because these are upside down. <laughs> Where are the champagne a- glasses? <laughs> yeah, it's like you're dictating just behind a veil of hair. <laughs> I'm telling you, there is power in not being fully there. She is truly not fully there and mm. one foot here powerful. and one foot in this in the in the spirit world in the ether um jen gets is nervous about going she's like getting ready she she gets a she calls her husband for a coach shop pep talk i loved this yeah it was sweet she said that when they first started dating like 28 years ago he gave her his first coach pep talk and he said she needs to be more aware of her spatial surroundings, which I relate to. Yeah. I think that's his go-to advice for her because he says that again on the FaceTime. He said, know he your goes, exits. Know your exits and know your surroundings. And know that you are in control of you. All good advice. I just love know your exits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where are you anticipating she's going to be? The emergency exits. But but now knowing right how Jen can behave sometimes and react, we I think that's actually sound advice. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather tells Whitney on the way over about to the lunch about Meredith's separation. So now everyone's sort of the tea is flowing. Mm-hmm. The river is flowing. Meredith's on blast. Mm-hmm. They get to the the lunch in Mechella and there's toy soldiers in a red carpet waiting to greet you we also it's past christmas i just realized that she's incorporated actual human toy soldiers yeah. into her met gala theme mm-hmm. again shock and awe chaos reigns we see inside a, a quick shot of her sipping wine with with the owner who looks like a time traveler named voltaire <laughs> who has like definitely he fake euro like conductor of a symphony he looks like a total symphony he looks like an orchestra conductor he has like wild white hair and and they slowly sip wine together and then Mary's eyes bug and she goes, that'll wake you up. This wakes you up. I was like, what did, what did you give her? It was like, like a, Mary is on another planet. Trauma will do that to you. This, this moment though between her and Walter was so intimate and like they knew each other, like they were so comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. And like they're good friends, and also like they were both on something. I think. I think they're deeply in touch. Like they text mm-hmm. a lot. They yeah. probably talk on the phone on a, at least a v- weekly basis. Walter, Siri, call Walter. <laughs> her eyes bug. She goes, "That'll wake you up." Oh, oh. that'll wake you up. That'll she kind of up. whispered it. I had to rewind it a couple times because yeah. I was like, "What's she saying?" Her eyes. This wakes. Oh. This wakes me up. This wakes this wakes me up. Whoa! I was what like, is Whoa. she? What is she thinking in those? Like I would kill for her. Just like a stream of consciousness in her monologue from Mary. Because I just want to know what she's thinking in those moments. I don't. I also wrote Volter is on the run. <laughs> He's hiding out in SLC. Volter's looks good as fuck, and I want to go there. I know it looks great. Osteria. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to get to Valter's. Literally, like, f- fuck my face with some bruschetta at Valter's Osteria. Literally, give me a plate of truffle pasta at Valter's. Mm-hmm. Vault On a snowy wine like, sin. weekday afternoon. Mm-hmm. We're just an intimate din. Mm-hmm. 
I want to be swept off my feet and taken, spirited away to vaulters. Astral, yeah. Let's astral project out of the LA lock, the new LA lockdown to yes, Voltaire because you know it's open. Oh, absolutely. Walter is living a different existence than anyone else. Yeah, he's like COVID poo. I don't COVID. know her. I don't Have know some COVID. Truffles. I do not know COVID. I do not know COVID. Walter's is very Edgar Allan Poe too. Mm-hmm. Everything and Walter may be. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. He might be. There should be a crow. That, there, uh, there's the hostess at Voltaire is a crow. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the crow from The Witch. Yeah. And it, it just, sits at the house stand. Too. And it, the, <laughs> when you walk in, it goes, <laughs> and then you tell, like, you're like, reservation for two under the name Lara for 715. <laughs> And it plucks the screen like with its mm-hmm. beak. Yeah, and checks you in, and then it flies. And then you. someone <laughs> comes over, and flies you, and like it, it flies you to it, your table. You, you walk. It fly, fl- It flaps over to the table, and you follow it. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> Incredible. They There's all, a red so they carpet all, at noon. They all get to Voltaire's. They all arrive. Jen gets. It's like a little awk, and they all sit. And Mary goes, "Can we?" Can we maybe say a prayer before we eat? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, of course. And then Mary just, she goes. <laughs> she starts crying. She goes, thank God. Thank God. She goes, you know, she was like struggling to remember everyone's name, by the way. Mm-hmm. She goes, thank God for Whitney <laughs> and Jen and Lisa and Meredith and Heather, <laughs> she goes, thank all, God these they, all these ladies that are here for this lunch. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> She's like crying. Everyone's just like, uh. she's weeping. Yeah, she goes. I'm just so grateful for all of you. She goes, and then she looks up and she goes, I get emotional. <laughs> Before she, they sit down. Everyone like takes in their surroundings and like notes the betta fish. The, there's like Louis Vuitton boxes, like a mm-hmm. gift for everyone on their plates. And then Mary passes around champagne. And as everyone's like sipping champagne, Mary goes, 2003, Dom Perignon. There was a heat wave. 5,600 people died, but it made the best grapes of all time. Yeah, she goes, I see you're all drinking 2003 Dom Perignon. She goes, there was a heat wave that year. 5,600 people died. <laughs> and they're all just like, and they all just are like, oh. But the grapes were amazing. Everyone is kind of in this moment. You can tell that everyone, everyone there knows. Everyone there is in on knowing that Mary is unwell, mm-hmm. and they're all just sort of like humoring her, and they're all being very polite. But like everyone knows that, like, sh- like not one person there is like this not, woman is is sane. good. Yeah, this she's woman's they, doing great. She's truly that, unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> they all know that she's nuts. She's but nuts, but they're along for the ride. And she's pleasant. Like she looked every, the the lunch looks beautiful. Yeah, I mean, she's trying. You know what? She's making a really great effort. Like I wrote in my notes, I wrote, you know, she might be a grandpa fucker, but she's making an effort here. And that yeah, goes I, a long way. I'm a truffle for me, this lunch would have turned me on to Team Mary if I was a housewife of SLC. 
I would have looked been... past the cult. I would have looked past everything. Me too. I would have been like, look, if you're going to use your cult church funds to get me a delicious meal. Take it. I will take it. And it's great. I wonder if she's going to, what wine she'll like harvest from the COVID era. Like, I want to be invited to that luncheon where she serves 2020 Dom Perignon. Yeah. She goes, there is a pandemic. Yeah, she goes, Two million people that. died. Great grapes. Amazing grapes. 5,600 people died that year. There was a heat wave. There was a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> so she says her prayer, and then she's like, "I what I want now is to go around the room and have everyone talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. Say like goes, something that you don't know. Share something yeah. that we don't know about you. And she goes, I'll go first because it's my party. <laughs> she says something that I can't remember. She said some. It was like some vague thing about like, I feel like it was like trust and friendship or something. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, yeah, it's so true. And then Jen is like, I'll go. And she goes. She goes. A little bit of history. <laughs> And I was like, oh, here we go. (laughs) And she's like, (laughs) she talks about her dad who came from Tonga with nothing and like built this great life for his seven children. And she's like, and I'm the oldest of seven kids or six kids. And she's like, when you're the oldest in Tonga Polynesian culture, you're expected to be perfect. And she goes, and she goes, uh, she goes, I didn't have the easiest time growing up in Utah. She goes, everyone thought I was black. And then she goes, Mary. And Mary literally goes, and everyone's like, <laughs> and then Mary goes, yeah, you know, I literally was black living here. So I can tell you how hard it was, <laughs> which I was like, this is, it was such a, I have the full audio, but I actually, I like loved how Mary handled that. Cause it was like a very strange comment. Mm-hmm. I was different. Everybody thought I was black, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I literally grew up here black. I can tell you about it. That- She's like, yeah, I'm actually black, so I can speak on that. Um, Mary, I love thought you were. Yeah. You are. (laughs) Mary? Mary? Um, And she just talks about, like, how she, she's trying to kind of explain how, like, why she's so, like, high charged. Mm -hmm. And, like, she's, I think. She's probably embarrassed about how she acted the other night, so she's trying to a little she's bit of a story. She's trying to give you a little bit of background, yeah, yeah, so you know that she's not just like a total psychopath. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, honey, you're doing great. Yeah. And she apologizes to Meredith, but not Mary. Mm-mm. Never Mary. Also, there's one moment where Mary, everyone, the truffles are getting like shaved on people's pasta, and Mary looks at them. She goes, truffles, 8,000 a pound. <laughs> 25,000. 25,000. It was very 25,000 sunglasses. Yeah. Also, these women love like Chanel accessories that I truly believe like aren't actually Chanel. Mm-mm. Like in back in 2004, like when I moved back home from like boarding school, there was a woman that opened up like her house and she would sell um, 
knockoff Chanel accessories and like Louis Vuitton. She like had him like she would turn she turned her living room into like a store, and oh, you could yeah. go and like buy like Chanel earrings for like forty dollars or something. And it, I was obsessed. Obviously, I got like so much shit. And this was giving me like the Chanel cuff that everyone was wearing was giving me like mm-hmm. living room OKC living room <laughs> Chanel vibes. <laughs> She's amazing. That woman sounds amazing. It was amazing. Her, her black market her, her boutique. Her black market boutique in her living room you would go in and she would have all these out on display like the little like CC like rhinestone studs. I got like a Louis Vuitton wallet. I got like a handbag. I got like knockoff Kate Spade. I went nuts. I was like fashion. Am I right? Like <laughs> at a discount? OKC has Okay, Fashion see, week, I was Oseki, like, he needed it. <laughs> I, I also love it. how in the midst of all of this tension and like weirdness at this luncheon and just instant Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Truffles, 8,000 a pound. Yeah, 8,000 a pound. 2003, there was a heat wave. 5,600 people died. Best grapes that year. Best grapes that year. And then it ends with another. They love to be continued on this on this franchise. I hope every episode is just to be continued. Me too. Because honestly, I guess every episode of a TV show technically is to be continued because it's a TV show. Yeah. But I would love it if they just kept this up and like always ended like mid scene of something. So it's going to end between Mary and Jan again. Like shit's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Do they fight? I think they're going to have 10. I think it's going to come up back up and, the, and Mary's going to press her and why she didn't apologize to her. Mm-hmm. Mary, cause got the end. Mary was like, where's my apology? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. You know who I have to say there was a cutaway to like, watch what happens live, like n- towards the tail end of the episode, you know, like where Andy yeah. introduces like who the guests are. And Whitney was a guest on watch what happens live. And her, new bangs scenario oh i have to look haunting i've i've never seen this hairstyle before it's like a bowl cut bang bob is it like joan of arc hair it's long it's its own it's its own vibe but it's a not okay with me oh my god i've ne- i truly i need you to look at it now because i need a live reaction <sighs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Carrie, like these bangs took me by Holy true surprise. I have not recovered. Shit. It's it's like Nancy Holy Grace. Shit. It's a Nancy Grace bowl cut bang Joan oh. of Arc Bob. Oh my god. Slash kind of it makes Hunger Games esque. Yeah. It's really weird. Oh Can you God. imagine get going into the salon and being like, maybe I want some bangs and then coming out with that hairstyle? It's like a mushroom puff. Oh my God. I'm, I can't believe that. That's it's un- they're unbelievable. That made me not trust Whitney that I was like, yeah. something is amiss. Bangs are I have a- no more trust for this person based on this hairstyle. Bangs are a litmus test. Bangs rarely go right, and in this case, they went shockingly wrong. <laughs> uh, 
Well, now I'm excited. Now I'm like, this show is fucking great again. Yeah, I'm in. It's a it's a it's a rocky road. You know what I mean? It's the first, it's the first the high new new city situation. new season yeah. first season. Like it's a hard sell, but we're they're I think they're they're going to be iconic. They're doing it as long as there are more like Met Gala's luncheons in the afternoon. I hope we see more of Walter. More, I would keep, love Walter to become a friend of the cast. Yeah, just keep Mary in the mix, and things are going to be okay. Yeah. I love to see also where Mary's going to go from here, like season after season, because you know they will turn on her eventually. For sure. Yeah. And stuff is going to come out about her church. Like, it's going to be... Explosive. Explosive. I can't wait. Well... Follow Carrie. Well, Larry. At E. Cario. Follow Laura at Lars Marie. Thank you to our sponsor, Found. Thank you, Found. We were once lost. Now we are found. found. Finding reasons to live via found. Found. We love you guys. And, you know, sign Stay up for the safe. Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon while wearing your mask. Yeah. You know. Be safe. Be safe. And thank you, everyone, by the way, people who've been posting. The Spotify. The Spotify. Rap- wrapped top year wrapped where everyone people have been posting about how sex unique podcast is in their top or or their top very top podcast Mm -hmm. it's just it's the best the tags have been warming my heart and makes me so grateful that i've been able to do this this year with such such a calamity every day going on and podcasting with with you laura and laughing with everyone from afar has just been really helpful to my sanity same the feeling is mutual i love it i love to see people's spotify wrapped like genuinely and i love it when this podcast Mm. is in their top in their top pods so god bless all of you for that and if even if, if you're not using spotify and we're still like love that too yeah love everyone who listens if you're listening right now we love you we love you yeah um and with that Bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com